Jazz thing. Hello. Each episode we take a musical journey inspired by a new or recent release. This week our starting point is the new album by Dinosaur, To The Earth.
to the earth the title track from the new album by dinosaur if you're familiar with their previous recordings it may come as a surprise to hear this being an entirely acoustic album gone of the the synthesizers and some of the cut and paste kind of feel that made those first albums so distinctive but still there is that interplay between the four members and the reference of folk music, um, particularly in some of the melodies and some of the harmonies on the on the album. And they are elements that I think give Dinosaur a uniquely British sound. And that's kind of a question that I'm going to explore in uh, this episode. Is there such a thing as a, a British sound of jazz? It's a music that came across from America, but has sort of been around the world and been influenced by a a lot of stuff since. It's a music that really was um, a meeting of cultures to start with. So can jazz by its nature have a, a, well, kind of a pure sound, uh, something that identifies it? Is it music that takes on the characteristics of wherever it is played? These are questions I'm maybe largely going to answer just by playing you some music, if there are answers to these questions. This next piece is by Laura Jurd, composer and trumpet player in Dinosaur. This is from her solo album, Jumping In, Stepping Back. Uh, This has some of that previous dinosaur sound to it. Um, and some of those uh, folk influences that I mentioned but she also brings in classical influences here as well Uh, there's a string quartet on on this recording as well as her trumpet playing and uh, some of them are musicians like Elliot Galvin from Dinosaur as well this track is called Stepping Back
I think there are two things in Laura Jurd's composing and indeed her playing which bring about a uniquely British sound, at least to my ears. The first of these is, as I mentioned, the, the borrowing, whether it's um, always intentional or sometimes subconscious, of the melody and harmony and rhythm of British folk music. In the wrong hands. Indeed, if you tried to explain that to someone without them hearing the music, it might sound incredibly naff. Yet in her hands, it is always authentic and um, organic, I think, even with the, the sort of contemporary sense sometimes of this splicing of things together, it still somehow works. The second would be that, again, to my ears, it evokes landscape and this isn't sort of some sort of naff, nostalgic, patriotic sense of Britain. This is more the Britain of, um, of oak trees, of ley lines, of the films of Ben Wheatley. This is a, a slightly weird Britain, as the landscape of these isles can sometimes be. I'm going to play you two tunes that take two different approaches uh, to evoking this landscape. One... You could say a very obvious approach in that it uses um, it uses a piece of folk music from the north of Scotland. Interestingly, one which did travel across the Atlantic and become part of the the Black spiritual tradition as well. Um, it is from Harvey Bruff's Requiem in Blue. Uh, it's the the start of that. It features uh, jazz trumpeter Gerard Presence uh, improvising on the track. And then a piece from uh, a recent album, um, which you may not have come across, by Greg Furt. Um, the album is called The Mage, and the track I'm going to play you is called Drifting. It features, well, the album features uh, some of the the current greats of of British jazz music, and also some sort of musicians from the, the library music tradition to create something that I think is equally slightly mysterious and somehow incredibly British. Black is the colour of my true love's hair his face so soft and wondrous fair the purest eyes and the strongest hands I love the ground I love the ground on where he stands Blood. 
true love's hand of my true.
so easily have uh, an early Pink Floyd track queued up to follow that, that alternating between two chords and improvising over it always sounds so evocative of the late 60s, early 70s to me. That uh, That's a recent recording. I just played you Greg Furt from, uh, I think, from last year. But let's give uh, British musicians of that era their, their due for not slavishly following what was just happening um, in America and, you know, the source of the music that first inspired them. And although Miles Davis and his contemporaries generally get the credit for inventing fusion, uh, jazz rock, whatever you want to call it, the the cross-pollination between British musicians at that same time was creating, you know, music of of equal worth and equal innovation. Um, Here in North Yorkshire, um, where I put this show together, of course, Backdoor, one of the pioneers of jazz rock, and then you have the Canterbury scene, um, bands like Soft Machine and what they were doing. This next musician whose music I'm going to play you, um, I think in equal parts influenced by that Canterbury scene and notably by the Association for the Advancement of Creative Musicians um, in America, uh, associated with the Art Ensemble of Chicago. This is saxophonist and composer and um, electronic musician Martin Archer, whose music uh, so often sounds like a, a contemporary um, refraction of jazz tradition through a, a northern landscape, I think. I hope I'm not reading too much into that. Um, he's based in Sheffield, uh, where he runs the independent record label Discus Music, which puts out some absolutely stunning music, uh, some of which he's involved with, some of which are, are, other, are other musicians. But this is from his solo album, uh, which came out a year or so ago. It's called, um, this is intended as an ironic title, Another Fantastic Individual. Um, I'm going to play you a track from this and then follow it with a piece by another British saxophonist whose whose work, um, certainly some key albums, again in the 1970s, um, were irrevocably associated with the British landscape, that is John Sermon. But first, Martin Archer, Behind the Sun. I ought to say, I forgot to mention this, solo album, but lots of overdubs with Martin accompanying himself. Uh, Quite an achievement as an album and some really fantastic music as you're about to hear.
Jinjig by John Sermon from the 1972 album Westering Home. Um, I think the album possibly named after the song written by a Scottish choral composer, Hugh Robertson, uh, around about 1920 or so, uh, which was based on a traditional Scottish folk melody. But that does kind of bring us uh, almost full circle. Uh, if you enjoyed the Martin Archer track before that, uh, I'll be using one of his albums as a starting point for a musical journey in a future edition of this podcast. Um, if you enjoyed any of the other music, just go out and buy the stuff. Um, I particularly encourage you to buy Greg Foote's album, The Mage. Uh, look for that online on Bandcamp. And uh, I will leave you with a track from uh, from this other album uh, that I encourage you to buy, which is the new release by British band Dinosaur. It is called To The Earth. And the track I will leave you with is called Mosking. I'm Adrian Riley, and you can hear other episodes in this series um, from wherever you found this one, or go to jazzlockdown.club, which is the online expression of Scarborough Jazz Club during the the COVID-19 lockdown and social distancing restrictions. Thank you for listening, and please do support British jazz musicians by buying their music.